Hi friends, Crystal here, your Vibrant BF, and today we're going deep. Not a debate, a discussion about motherhood. Vibrant 8 was created to show behind the scenes, to go deeper, to get to the root, to understand the overwhelm that many women face, whether they are wives or mothers, and to create systems and strategies that can help you live on your highest vibration. Motherhood. That is a massive undertaking. Just the word carries so much weight. And then when you think of the million facets that it entails, you can't help but have it go deep. I have been a mother since I was 18 years old. And when I say that number aloud, it still blows my mind that there are 18-year-olds who can't even do their own laundry. And I was caring for another human being solely. I was the only caregiver to my son. When we think about motherhood, there's so many ways, there's so many thoughts, there's so many opinions. And like I said before, this isn't about being a debate. This is going to come from my narrative, my perspective, and many other women that I know's perspective as well. I know all levels of mothers. I know single mothers, I know mothers who are married. I know same-sex mothers. I know mothers through adoption. Women who have desired to be mothers since they were little girls. I know women who had no desire of being mothers and decided to have a child late in life. Just like life, there are many options, many possibilities that you can take. And motherhood is no different. For those of you who decide to take the path of motherhood, Let's talk a little bit about perspective, okay? We're talking about motherhood today, but this can be applied to any topic. Your perception is your reality. Whether you can or you can't, you're right. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, you're right. Those are all very true, very real statements. In NLP, we talk about the model of reality, and we basically talk about the different ways that we take in information, and depending on numerous facets will determine how you view a certain topic. So depending on what your previous experience has been, where your environment is, all these different things are going to essentially filter through your lens. So say, for example... You did vacations, you were able to travel, you were able to really live very open and freely, but to you, it was just your normal life. Now, if you take someone who knew there was financial strain and struggle and had to help pay utilities and things like that as they grew up, their lenses, the filters of each individual are going to result in different images, different thought banks, different perspectives of how they view life. Motherhood is no different. It can look many different ways, but ultimately, we're going to look at the undercurrent, if you will, of motherhood. For myself, I've been a mother since 18. I have been a single mother. I have been a struggling mother. I have been a stay-at-home mother. I have been a work-outside-of-the-house mother. I have had a supportive partner. I have had many different facets in this life. I've had a girl and I've had boys. I have heard and listened to young women discuss, you know, why does no one talk about the truth of motherhood? Why is it always just like, it's the best. I love my child so much, et cetera, et cetera. And I 
entered the discussion and was basically like, what exactly would you like us to say? Because motherhood is one of those things that you can be told all day, but until you personally experience it, and depending on your particular lenses, depending on your particular child, it can look and feel vastly different. Now, even though that is true, the underlying of motherhood can be very similar because of what is required, what is needed from you to raise another human. The amount of changes that takes place in your body, even if, say for example, you were able to get back to your pre-pregnancy weight, even if you didn't have stretch marks, your insides are different. The impact on your body to carry another human being, just that event is monumental in itself, that you were able to nourish, build, literally build muscles and organs and hair. I mean, it's just, it's truly unfathomable. And then to go through and deliver this child, the care that is provided for mothers is dismal at best. And it's heartbreaking to have a mother carry a child and to not receive support is a crime. I feel like it's a true crime. This is also going to affect the lens of motherhood. What have I done? To me, that feels very aligned with how many mothers feel when they start to really get into the thick of motherhood and say they have a child that could be very challenging. And when I say challenging, I mean that they are going to challenge what you thought you knew. They're going to challenge every belief you had. They're going to challenge everything you say to them. They're very strong-willed. They're very sure of what they do and don't like. And For some people, it can become extremely activating, extremely triggering to have a child that questions and combats everything you say because you're like, I know what I'm talking about. And you have this child that's like, no, you don't. Why did you say that? (laughs) And I laugh because I've had one of those children. And depending on the parent, depending on the lenses, depending on their willingness to really expand out of their model of reality, out of their perception, and to really grasp a broader view. Motherhood is something that really can't be described. I would say when my children were probably adolescents, teenagers, it's a lie. What we're shown is a lie. And the movies and the commercials, I grew up in the 80s and the image that is portrayed for mothers, you know, the commercials where they're baking cookies and everyone's laughing and having a great time. You have those moments, sure, but less than maybe 5%, 10% if you're lucky. The other, it's a complete shit show. There's flour that's fallen off the floor because the little one didn't listen. There's eggshells inside. Another one's crying because they didn't get to stir. The oven is smoking because the batch that was already in there was unattended for too long. That is really motherhood. For many years, motherhood was Instagram back in the day, beautiful curated families and the mothers just feeling so happy and her body feels like her own and her children are so appreciative and kind and Yes, children can be very loving and kind, but they can also be shits. Like, 
complete assholes, especially when they're toddlers and teens. Because here's a parental tip. Teenagers are just bigger versions of toddlers. So bless you for any mother who has a toddler and you're like, what in the world? What I can tell you is when you survive toddlerhood, you will be able to navigate teenagehood a little bit easier because they're basically the same and you will have more tools in your toolbox. A lot more women feel open to discuss the fact that one, they will never want to have children for numerous reasons. And two, the mothers that do have children telling others like, don't fucking do it. It sucks. Of course, I love my child. Of course, they bring me joy. But what is required is not worth it. Like what you have to give and what you have to be does not feel like a good return on your investment. And, you know, some mothers are like, you can't look at it like that. And there's many different things, right? But again, this isn't a debate. It's a discussion. It's a discussion to say that you've been hoodwinked and bamboozled about what motherhood really is. No matter if you have a supportive partner and overall a good, healthy family dynamic, still struggle with children. You add in other aspects, becoming a single parent, financial hardships, women who become triggered or activated by other women saying that motherhood sucks and what have I done? And this is hard. And I question, was this even the right choice? Most of those women lenses who feel triggered or activated are coming from a very traditional indoctrinated point of view. They most likely come from religious background, which has been ingrained into them since very young, that we are here to multiply. And motherhood is just such, you know, an honor. And that's what women do. And I understand that because I was indoctrinated into religion as well, and believed what the Bible stated of all these things. But now that I have expanded in my awareness, this is why I tell people, you've been lied. That's not the whole story. And the more you grow and expand your consciousness outside of your paradigms, outside of your lenses, you travel and you talk to people who don't just live in your sphere of influence, open to your own intuition. I absolutely believe that some women are meant to be mothers. Absolutely. And I feel that it is a gift. And just because you do a quote unquote good job doesn't mean that it was necessarily for you. Doesn't mean that you don't regret your decision sometimes. Doesn't mean that you don't love your children. With motherhood, two truths can exist at the same time. You could think your child is an asshole and love them with every fiber of your being. Those are not exclusive. They can come together. There's intersectionality with motherhood more than any other role that exists in this world. Because of the monumental undertaking that comes from being a mother, would I have children now knowing what I do? I would not. Do I love my children with every fiber of my being? Absolutely, I do. Do I have some of the most beautiful memories 
that I truly feel would only have come from raising another human? Absolutely. Am I okay with have never experienced those emotions? Absolutely. For those of you who are young mothers and you're feeling guilty for your decision as to, should I have really had a child? The fact of the matter is, right, we can't go back in time and that is your child. So enjoy it, right? This is where a reframe would come through. It's going to be hard. It's going to feel tireless. It's going to be thankless. It's going to be your greatest sacrifice, but it's going to be some of the greatest joys to see life through the lenses of a little human. It helps to remind you to get back into what matters. Their small hands, their little laughs, their curiosity, their questions, their faces, their clothing. It really does go by so quickly. So enjoy it. You will not change diapers for the rest of your life. You will not wipe noses for the rest of your life. You will not pick up toys for the rest of your life. You will not hear no for the rest of your life. But in that season, know that this too shall pass and pull out the little moments of joy. Pull out those moments where you stop and look at their little hands and they smile at you and they hug your neck and they talk to you in their little sweet voices. Hold on to those moments when they're having complete fallouts on the floor and they're trying to express their very big emotions in their little bodies. Hold space for all of it. Be gentle with yourself. There is no right way to do motherhood. Don't shame yourself and don't shame other mothers on how they're choosing to parent their child. What matters is that the child feels safe and the child feels secure And the child knows and feels the love. I know mothers who are more concerned about what the child looks like on the outside versus how they may be feeling on the inside. And guess what? I was one of those mothers for a long time. And it wasn't to say that I didn't care about how my child felt. It was to say that I knew what was best. I want to make sure that I am being portrayed as the good mother that I'm trying to be. So I want to make sure that your clothes are clean and that you look really cute and that, you know, I've put effort because I want to be a good mom and society is going to tell me I'm a bad mom if they see my son out in the same hoodie for the last three days or their hair is unkept because I let them play outside and we didn't have time before we left or my house is a mess because we decided to watch Moana for the 800 million time again, and they wanted me close to them. And I chose to create a fruit plate while we watched the movie. But yeah, the clothes didn't get done and the dishes didn't get done. It's okay. Do what feels right and aligned for your family. You want to co-sleep with your child till they're five? If that works for your dynamic, that works for your dynamic. That didn't work for me personally. I needed my space and I needed my sleep. And babies and toddlers are like octopuses. Even though they're so little, it doesn't matter if you have a California king or not. They will use every inch. This discussion is just to share. If you're not sure you want to be a mother, chances are you shouldn't. And that's no shade. I feel that those who have that calling know deep down. And I also want to add, if they are most likely religious-affiliated, 
then they're probably going to feel like they should be mothers. But that's coming through the lens that they've been filtering what a woman does and is. So may want to look at that as well and see if that's truly a belief that you hold or if that's just something that you've been holding. But for those of you who are like, I'm not sure if I should be a mother, I highly suggest against it. I highly, highly suggest that then no. Yes, babies are sweet and love and pure and hard and complex and exhausting. The amount of exhaustion. The biggest words that I can use for mother are insurmountable. It's an insurmountable task. It's an insurmountable joy. It's an insurmountable sadness. It's an insurmountable love. And many of us learn to grow in the capacity to hold all of the intersectionalities of motherhood. But that doesn't come easily. There's a lot of breaking of self. There's a lot of wounds and there's a lot of traumas that can come forth with motherhood. So really check in. Remove social constructs. Remove religious constructs. And really get down to your own personal intuition and ask, Do I have the gift of being a mother? Can many women be mothers? Of course. Do many women have the gift of being mothers? No. Do many women who don't have the gift do well? Yes. There are parts that will have to die off to make space for the insurmountable task of being a mother. For you mamas out there, you're doing a great job. Nobody prepared you. Nobody could prepare you for what it would entail. Trust yourself. Lean in onto your own intuition. Get a good support group because that will make life so much more doable, so much more bearable. Find a few women that you can talk with open and honestly about the joys and the struggles of motherhood. When you're around a toddler all day or a teenager all day, you become the trash receptacle. You become the dumping ground for very big emotions that may not necessarily be true, but still hurt. Show yourself kindness. Love on yourself. Tell yourself that you love you. And for those of you who aren't sure if motherhood is for you, it probably is not. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you wrong. That doesn't even make you selfish. That makes you self-aware. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I commend you for trusting your instinct and your intuition. For those of you who truly feel a deep longing, a calling, a gift to be a mother, to nourish, to undertake this insurmountable task, I commend you and I thank you because the role of the mother is the most vital role of any on this earth. So thank you for taking on this task. I send you love and light, strength and courage, clarity, peace, and joy on your journeys. I hope that you really sit with yourself and decide what feels aligned to you I hope that you feel validated if you're a mother, and I hope you feel encouraged with your decision to not become a mother. But whatever decision you make, let it be one 
that's deep within you. Be sure to follow me over on IG at vibrantbf.com. Click the bell and leave me a comment. Thanks so much for listening.